Mr. Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Yeah, welcome back, podcast world. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 663 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. Before I get too far, if you're not old enough to watch this video, or if cultivating or consuming cannabis is illegal in your location, don't do it. And if you do it, you cannot blame me if you get caught. All right, in this episode, we are going to focus on flushing our plants. Before I get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of the kind folks who support the show on Patreon. Let's start off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you, shout out to my friend Stash Drop 269. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Jackie Daytona and Shakoba. I want to send a big thank you shout out to my buddy ADHD Grower. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Quasi and Grow Bandit. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Kojak and Dank Grows. Let's send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, my buddy Mister. Let's send a big thank you shout out to G7. And then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my buddy Magic Mike. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen and you know I did include that link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. You may have noticed that recently my Instagram account was deactivated. I did get that account back. It is back if you're not already following me on Instagram. It's Irie underscore genetics on Instagram. Don't forget about the Monday night live show. That's right, on Instagram every Monday, approximately 7.10 p.m. Mountain Time, I do go live on Instagram. I fire up the live feed, we take a couple of dabs, we listen to some music, and I answer cultivation and cannabis culture questions live on the fly. Throw up your grow questions, throw up your grow ideas, I will answer your questions, make some comments, and let you know what I think. So join me Monday, approximately 7.10 p.m. Mountain Time on the Instagram live feed. You may not get a notification. We may be shadow banded this time on Instagram, so you'll have to give me a follow. Then around 7.10 p.m. Mountain Time, open up the Instagram app, look up at the top. You'll see my little icon of my name with a red circle around it. If it's got a red or a green circle around it, that means I may be live. Click on that, check out the live feed, hang out with us, leave some comments. I'll answer your comments there in the live feed. I am going to 
rely less on uh, Instagram and other social media platforms. They are uh, attacking and banning cannabis-related content, so I don't want to support them if they're not going to support us. What I am going to do is focus my energy more on the Discord server and more on the Cannabuzz application. Cannabuzz definitely supports cannabis-friendly content. They're all about cannabis content. Join me on Cannabuzz. It's a free app you can download for your phone. Uh, download it just like any other app. Create an account just like all the other apps. Log in, post your cannabis-friendly photos, your dab videos, your bong rip videos, your duck face smoking videos. All your cool cannabis photography is invited and promoted and uh, encouraged on the Cannabis application, so join us there. The other place you will find me more frequently is on my Discord server. That's right, there's an Irie Genetics, Irie Army, Grow From Your Heart podcast Discord server. There are a lot of great people hanging out there right now. Big shout out to all of them. They've built me a wonderful community over there on Discord. I will be on the Discord more. We've reached over a 1,000 members. I recently gave away a few prize packages. I'll be giving away more prize packages. I'll be hanging out in the live chat, the video chat, the voice chat more often. So join us over on the Discord channel, the Discord server. And big thanks to everybody who has signed up. There are over a 1,000 members on Discord now. That is awesome. We recently added a page, a Discord page for every Irie Genetics strain. Now you can go and post pictures of strain-specific strains under those tabs. If you're curious about growing a strain or have questions, you can go there and interact with all of the people on the Discord and see their experiences, their photos. You can ask them questions, have strain-specific conversations on the Discord channel. We are constantly working on, on improving it. Big shout out to the gang over there. Join us. There will be a link in the description. You may have noticed I did take a little bit of a social media break. I was a little bit overwhelmed with a lot of stuff. There was a lot of email happening. There was a lot of social media interaction. I'm on six or seven different apps. I produce a couple of different podcast episodes every week. I do a live show. I try to hang out with friends and family and have a real life outside of all this iRe genetics stuff. Uh, I did kind of uh, take a little bit of a break from social media. I had to just for... Uh, not just for mental health reasons, but for real life reasons. There was other shit that had to be done. Right now it is outdoor grow season. There may be some things happening outside. There may be some other things happening since it's summertime. Uh, we're allowed to go outside and go to events again. I'm going to do as much of that as I can. But I am trying to get back into the social media a little bit more. If you've been waiting for a message reply, if you've been waiting to see me post or something, it will be happening more frequently. It may not be on Instagram. It may not be on Facebook. But you will see me more active on social media again. Uh, sometimes you got to step back. That's not even real. Uh, it's just everybody's just creating a, a bubble on there that doesn't even really exist. So don't let it overwhelm you. Don't let it get to you. Don't make it become part of a job. It is supposed to be fun. You're supposed to enjoy that. I wasn't enjoying it. It was too much work. It was overwhelming. Uh, when it got that overwhelming, I just gave up and signed out. When my account got deleted, it was almost relieving, but I missed all my friends in my DMs. So I had to go find all my friends again. Glad I found you guys. All right, I am chattery. I am rambly. Um, take good care of yourself when you're uh, working with social media. Don't let it get to your head. That shit's not real. Most of it is not even real. 90% of the time, those people wouldn't say half of what they're saying if they were in a room with people. But we just get weird with phones and computers in front of us. All right, I am rambling. Let's get to another very important topic. I've got something very important I want to address. Somebody drew this for me. Right here, there's going to be a logo popping up. They, I don't know that they drew it. They designed this for me, and they sent it to me, and it is beautiful. I really like this logo. I've been using it in a few places, and I owe you a prize, a gift, a thank you, 
and I can't find you. Most of the time I save the artist's name in the file name. When I save the file, uh, this file's been moved from computer to computer, from drive to drive, and I failed at saving the file name with the person's name in it. So I need your help. If you know who made this, if you made this, please uh, send me your email address, your mailing address, uh, maybe your shirt size, and I am going to uh, pay you back for making this artwork right here. I need to quit doing that because every time I do it, I have to put the image back in and that's more editing. All right. Uh, thank you for the great artwork. And you folks that did submit art, like I said, I took kind of a break. I got overwhelmed. I'm going back through all the emails. I'm going back through the file folders. And when I'm using your art, you will get gifts for your submissions. I'm making sure to catch up, uh, get everybody caught up, make sure that you know that I do appreciate your work. Uh, even if I didn't use your art, if I find it in a folder, I'm going to try to send you something because you did put work in. So thank you. And don't be shy to send more music and artwork to the show. I do like it. You may notice I'm using different artwork, making different intros, stuff like that. Let's focus on cannabis. I did say I was going to talk about flushing our plants. I had a friend say that he thought he messed up his crop because he did not flush between the veg phase and the flowering phase. And I was like, there's no need to flush then. And he's like, oh, my friends tell me that I have to flush. And I think he means the internet. The internet says that he has to flush between the veg phase and the flower phase. And I said, if you didn't do anything wrong, brother, there's no reason to flush during that phase. And then he said that he was taught that he should flush often to fix problems. And I think that from what I have noticed, in most cases, unless you've got a major, major, major problem, flushing usually just causes more problems. And we're going to talk a little bit about flushing at the end of the uh, grow cycle, flushing pre-harvest a little bit. But let's talk a little bit about a mid-grow flush and a flush to solve problems. I don't think it's necessary. I think if you've got a problem, so what am I talking about? Let me kind of recap what I'm even talking about. If you see a problem in your plants, people will say that they've got a problem. We'll say maybe a nutrient lockout or a nutrient burn or an under some sort of problem that they can't completely identify. A lot of people, their first move is to flush. They will get a container of water. They will put the pH at whatever pH they're used to using, and they will just overwater the plant in an attempt to wash everything out of the root zone and start fresh. That's a good idea, but wouldn't it be a better idea, in my opinion, instead of rinsing out that root zone? So let's think about it. The plant's got a problem. Then you're going to just overwater it to where now it's overwatered. Now you got two problems. And now your third problem that you're going to create is that it doesn't have any nutrients in its root zone. So now it's got problem number one that we haven't identified and we just panic flushed. Number two, now it's overwatered. Problem number three, now there's no nutrients in there. Now, whatever it was overdone or deficient on, that's definitely fucked because we just completely rinsed out everything. There's nothing in there. It's hungry. It's freaking out. So people always say, it had this problem. I flushed and now they're doing this. I rarely hear people say, I had this problem. I flushed and I fixed it. I don't hear that. I get more calls of saying, dude, I flushed them. They look like shit now. Now what do I do? And I say, just let them dry out and feed them properly and then they'll be back on track. So I think... If you're going to do a panic flush, why not mix up a solid feed? I call it like a, a triage feed or just a solid diet or a good meal plan. Like if you went to the if you went to the doctor and you're like sick and you got some problems, the first thing they're gonna do is stick an IV in you and get you some vitamins and get you hydrated. Let's do that for the plant. Let's mix up a good batch of nutrients. What is your basic feed? What are you normally feeding this plant? Do you have nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium? Do you have your calcium, magnesium? Do you have your basic nutrients that these plants need? Do you have some fulvic acid in there to help them uptake? Do you have uh, some carbs in there? 
Uh, do you have some microbes in there? Do you have things in there to put this plant in its top performance? Whatever phase you're in, if you're in veg, if you're in flower, uh, mix up a really nice mix. Some base nutrients, some CalMag, um, some microbes. I mentioned a bunch of things. Get a good solid mix in there. Get the pH adjusted perfectly and then water that to runoff. Now, what you're going to do, you're going to rinse out all the old shit that's in there. It's going to fall right out of the bottom as the plants get runoff and you're going to put a brand new meal in there. It's like delivering fucking soup in a sandwich to a sick friend. They've been eating fucking energy bars and drinking Gatorades all day because they've just been sick and struggling. And that's what your plant's been doing. It's like, I'm fucked. I don't know what to do. And you just gave it soup and a sandwich and a hug. And that's really probably the best you could do for it, in my opinion. So I think like a mid-grow or a mid-cycle flush is probably more detrimental than it is uh, helpful to our plants in most cases. Now, if you do have like a major... Uh, major, major lockout or something, maybe you might want to flush. And then at that point, uh, just do plain water or maybe do something. There are plenty of flushing products in there. Those are useful. The sugars in there do help unbind the salts is what's happening in there. That may work. But <clears throat> unless you've got major, major issues, I don't think that flushing during the growth cycle is uh, a good idea, a necessary idea. I think it's going to cause you more problems. You're going to overwater uh, you're going to make the plants thirsty, and they already had one problem to start with, so you're just compounding problems. Why not mix up something that we know is good for the plants? Like when people are sick, you don't just give them a bunch of water and hope that they just pee everything out. You got to give them nutrients in a meal also. Like I said, bring them soup in a sandwich, maybe a multivitamin, maybe a kombucha to get some probiotics in them. You got to take care of them. The plants are the same way. We got to take care of the plants. So um, I keep repeating myself that mid-cycle flush might be kind of silly. Most of what I've been talking about so far applies to a soilless mix type of a grow. Uh, maybe you're using fox farms or some soil like that. That's what this would apply to, something with bottled nutrients, that type of environment. Let's talk a little bit about hydro and flushing now. I don't think it's necessary to flush uh, your grow mid-grow, your plants mid-grow with a hydroponic system. I think that is a missed opportunity for a feed. If you've got a big problem if you see something is completely off. Uh, in any case, the first case, uh, the first step, the first thing to do is identify the deficiency or the overfeed or the toxicity or whatever the problem is. Your first step is to identify that. Then, like I said before, mix up that proper feed. If you know what's off, correct that. If you know what you're giving too much of, don't feed it that this time. If you've given it too little of something, add some of that this time but adjust your nutrients and then get that in the reservoir and get it fed to the plants. I don't like to run a lot of plain water through a hydro system uh, and not feed the plants. The reason we're doing hydroponics is to get as many feeds as possible to kind of beef up those plants and get as many nutrients into it. So we're missing an opportunity to feed them. We should just mix up the feed that they need and get it to them every time instead of doing just plain water. So the first step in any case to solving a nutrient issue, whether it's uh, over or under feed, is to identify the problem. What nutrient are we missing? And a lot of times uh, it is two nutrients working together or against each other. You'll notice if you overfeed one thing, you'll see a problem with another. If you underfeed one thing, you'll see a problem with a different nutrient. They work in balance together. So pay close attention. Keep good notes of everything that you fed. Keep good notes of your pH. Keep good notes of your EC. You may even want to measure the EC and pH going in and coming out of your plants if you've got that ability. That will help us diagnose a problem and then adjust to make corrections, especially in a hydroponic system. It's a little bit harder in a soilless mix because you got all that 
soilless stuff in there. You're going to get a lot of PPMs of different things, uh, but we know exactly what we're putting in in a hydroponic mix. Let me read my notes and see where I am. Um, identify the problem, mix up a good feed. Um, yeah, why would you starve the plants? You could just water them, but why would you do that? Now you're going to make them hungry also. That's like telling a sick person, like, starve for a day, and then I'll try to figure out what's wrong with you, and then we'll diagnose it, and then we'll fucking fix you. Uh, no, no, don't make them feed. Uh, mix up a solid feed with the appropriate things, uh, just at the appropriate pH for your time in the grow and what your garden is used to. Make sure the pH is right. Also, make sure that your pH pen is correct. Uh, I saw somebody that has been adjusting their pH with a pen that has been miscalibrated for quite a while. So everything looked like shit. We thought the pH was correct. The pen was off, so it was not. Everything was way off. Make sure your pens are good. Then reset that soil with the good feed. When you just water everything into that soil with that good nutrient mix, with the good pH balance, you just kind of reset that soil. Those plants will start drinking all of that. They'll get more active and they'll start recovering. You're not going to see... Uh, the burn and stuff is not going to go away. If you've got crispy leaves and crinkled up shit like that, it's not going to go away. But the new growth won't be as terrible and beat up. But you're not going to get rid of some of that. Don't be afraid to pull off some of those crispy, bad, dead, funky, ugly leaves. Those do invite more problems. Uh, the bugs kind of see those yellow leaves as weakness. The spider mites, that's why we use yellow sticky traps. Because the bugs, like spider mites and things like that, see the yellow and they say that plant should be green, but it's yellow. So that means that little protective layer on the outside is probably good and weak. I can get in there and start munching and get the plant juices out of this. So get those yellow, funky, ugly, crinkly, crusty, dry leaves out of there if you've got them. Try to keep all the green, healthy foliage around. Save that, rescue that, focus on the new stuff coming. Now, let's talk about something uh, a little bit controversial that honestly... This is all bro science. I do not have any science behind this. I'm going to tell you the honest truth. I am debating and readjusting and rethinking my stance on flushing our cannabis plants. I don't have enough real scientific data. I don't have the scientific machines to do this. All I can tell you is by uh, burning it, by smoking it, by consuming it, by extracting it, by enjoying it or not enjoying it. That's the only testing that I've got, and that's kind of what matters because... Um, yeah, I've never had some lab equipment tell me that my weed was good or bad. So um, let's talk about flushing. Flushing, and this is the end of harvest or the end of the cycle pre-harvest flushing. We've been feeding our plants for nine weeks. We're going to cut down. I used to preach the flush for 10 to 14 days. Is that necessary? I don't know. There's a lot of debate in that. My question is, what do we think we're flushing out? Like there's a plant and there are buds and nutrients have been put into that plant and they've been photosynthesized or metabolized and turned into plant. They are fibers and, and terpenes and there's a bunch of different components to that plant. Now they're plant waxes and esters and uh, all the different components of a plant. They became a plant. There's not like little nutrients. In, they are, but they're the building blocks of the plant. What are we going to flush out? I don't know. Like when you pee, do you like, do you think you pee out? So I don't know what we're going to flush out. I really don't know because I pee out waste, but the building blocks of the food that I ate still created me. I like my, my waste comes out, but the, the things that I ate and consumed that created me are still here and you're not going to flush a lot of that out. So if you were to consume me, you would only, you would, the, the waste is all that's coming out of me. So I think even when we flush, I, I see that's, and I don't have enough science behind it. That's my thought process on it. Uh, I'm open to feedback. I would love to hear 
your uh, opinions, your bro science. I'd love to read your paperwork on it. Uh, again, I have grown for a lot of time in a lot of environments with a lot of different uh, mediums. Sometimes I've had the opportunity to flush for two weeks. Sometimes we've had emergencies where plants didn't get to get flushed as much. Sometimes I notice a difference. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I also notice that the dry and cure really had a lot to do with it. So I am not sure. Um, is that white ash really telling me that it was flushed properly? Is the flush the right thing? I do notice that if we overfeed, the stuff doesn't burn right sometimes. If you overfeed certain things, it doesn't burn right. But is flushing real? I really don't know. I'm still adjusting my approach to that whole thought process. But I want to know, what are we flushing out? Like, what do we actually think is coming out of the plant? I don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there, I think that is all I've got for you for this episode. This may be a quick show. I'm not sure how long we've been going. Either way, it is quality over quantity, right? I could ramble on and make this show longer, but we got a quick talk about flushing. We got to talk about uh, the Discord and stuff at the top of the show. I want to thank you again for listening to another great episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I did have fun recording this one. I do enjoy doing this show. I'm in my own little bubble here. Uh, I got my headphones on. Can't hear the doorbell. Can't hear nothing around me. Couldn't hear the phone ring if it did. I like it. I enjoy being in the zone here. I love knowing that I'm helping people out. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to teach you stuff, some, some stuff today. I do look forward to your feedback about flushing. If you've got questions, corrections, comments, concerns, feedback of any sort is invited. The email address for the podcast is growfromyourheartathotmail.com. Please don't be shy. Let's have a conversation. I'll talk more about it on future episodes. You teach me so I can teach you. I do appreciate the uh, the relationship. Uh, make sure you check out the uh, the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Also, don't forget about the Discord channel. Join us on the Discord server. The link is in the video description. The link is in the show notes. If the show notes are not showing up on whatever audio service you are listening on, I do apologize for that. I'm still learning. We rebuilt the website. There's some hitches and glitches I'm figuring out. Uh, please do be patient, but the link will be on YouTube. If you need to go to the YouTube channel, uh, the link will be in the most recent video. Just click on that. It'll be the top link. I do apologize for not being able to get it in all of the show notes everywhere. I'm still learning some tricks. Also, check out the website, iregenetics.com. If you scroll halfway down on the iregenetics website, there is a newsletter spot where you can type in your email address and you'll be signed up for a newsletter. Approximately once a month, I do send out a newsletter. I let you know about sales on the website. I let you know about new merge drops, new seed drops. I let you know about coupon codes. Random updates will happen if you join the Irie Genetics newsletter on the Irie Genetics website at iriegenetics.com. Did I mention the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All right, that is all I've got for you for this episode. For some reason, camera number two turned off. I'm not exactly sure why that happened. So we're going to get some editing done, do some problem solving. Then we'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a giant shout out to my buddy Queen City Creations. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.